Life isn't about avoiding the bruises. It's about collecting the scars to prove that we showed up for it. Join Nikki Seberini for the next hour as she explores heroism through illness. There is a warrior inside each of us. This is LifeLinks with the DL Link. LifeLinks is a funding initiative of the DL Link. Welcome to the show on 101.9 High FM. This is the DL Link show where we connect you through insights, information, and illumination. Nikki Zeberini here. And, you know, looking out and seeing what a magnificent day it is after all the rain certainly puts a smile on my face, and I hope it does yours as well. As per usual, we've got a great show lined up for you. We've got some insights. Uh, wow, we've got great experts on the show today. We're going to be talking about holistic wellness. Um, and then a little bit of comedy we're going to throw in at the end. I'm going to be chatting to Barry Hilton. So it's all here for you on the DL Link Show on 101. Point nine high FM, and also reminding you, if for any reason you have to leave, you can't listen to the entire show, and um, we do podcast it, so you can go to High FM website and just look for podcasts and Thursday and Life Links, and you can catch today's show as well as all past shows. So I started off and I said holistic wellness. So like, what is this holistic wellness? People use the word holistic all the time, and certainly more recently you know, looking at this whole multidimensional aspect of wellness. And as I said, I have experts in the field who are going to be telling us all about it. Dr. Sonia Killick, who's a metaphysical psychologist and author, and also Megan DeClerc, who's a certified business psychologist, and both of them are from the app team. Um, we're waiting because we had a bit of a technical problem. Um, you know, we're just going to just go ahead and do the show, but we are still waiting for Megan to join us. Um, so I'm going to start off before we do get hold of Megan. I'm going to start off um, by talking to Sonia, Dr. Sonia Killick, and just get an idea of this holistic wellness. Sonia, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Nikki. Thank you so much. It's awesome to be on the show. And I'm so glad that we are all having conversations about this topic. So wellness is really about bringing the whole human being into the whole of our human experience. Because I think certainly coming out of COVID, we all knew that we can't separate our family life from our personal life, from our work life anymore. And similarly, we can't separate our feelings from our body, from our thoughts, from our relationships. You know, we can't segment ourselves anymore. So holistic wellness is really about how do we mend what's been broken within people, within our organizations, within our family and our societies. And how do we mend that so that we can all be whole people? And I think we've probably forgotten the link between what holistic and wholeness means. Wow. So, so Sonia, yes. And, and I just want to go back to that. So, I mean, you, you, you spoke about these recent times um, and that we have to look at this holistic, this whole human being and um, having a whole human experience. If we've been doing something um, unconsciously in a particular way, that's how we've been all this time. Can you, can you perhaps outline how it is that we identify those areas that aren't working, if, if, if we've been doing it all our lives, how do we know what's not working? Okay, so that's a great question. And that's where the wholeness comes in. Because very often when we try and when we're trying to find a solution, for argument's sake, Hello. Um, my confidence is very low, my self-worth is very low, I'm not feeling like I'm succeeding at work, you know, those, those limited feelings. 
very often when we try and um, uplift our lives or create change with, for ourselves, we try and tackle one area. So the top, you know, most people go, okay, well, I'll think positively or I'll try to change my beliefs. The problem yes. is we are in a holistic system. The whole human being works together as one functioning unit. And when we try and um, affect change and within ourselves and within our broader lives, using only one of those categories, that's when we fail because we're still in resistance to the parts of ourselves that aren't coming with for the change. So to answer your question more specifically, what are the feelings around my beliefs? What is it, you know, where, how is my body not wanting to, to change its habits? And, and so when we seek to find, okay, well, where am I limiting myself? Where am I getting stuck? Uh, we have to kind of go through the whole process. You know, beginning with the mind, because of course we're all very cerebral beings, we're all very comfortable in the mind. Like, what am I thinking? The problem comes in is that we have attached so many emotions to our thoughts, and that's where we get lost because we're very uncomfortable as a species, as a society, we're not comfortable with the uncomfortable feelings. We don't want to feel yes. the fear, the pain you know, mm. the, the embarrassment, you know, and then ego comes in. And so it blocks off the ability to have vulnerable discussions with ourselves, but also with others. Yeah, it's so true. We just, we don't want to feel it. So we ignore it. And that's, as you say, I mean, if we, if we want to be able to move through it, we have to look holistically. So we're going to take a break. After the break, I think Megan's joined us. And so we'll be welcoming uh, Megan into the conversation. And I'm going to be looking at the fact that, you know, if you look at anxiety and you look at depression and you look at how it's increased, especially post-COVID, again, going back to those feelings, the feelings of anxiety, the feelings of depression, how do we access those and, and move towards holistic wellness? So let's take a quick um, break and uh, we'll be right back. Please stay with us, ladies. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Well, welcome back to the show, the DLE show where we connect you through insights, information and illumination. I've been chatting to Dr. Sonia Kilik, who is a metaphysical psychologist and author um, from the UP team. We've been talking about holistic wellness and Sonia was talking about whole being whole human beings, having this whole human experience and it's really connecting the mind and the thought and the feeling, the, the overall experience. Um, and so I'd like to welcome Megan, who's joined us. Megan DeClerc, who's a certified business psychologist. She's also with the UP team. Megan, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Hi. Well, thank you for having us. How are you doing, Nikki? Oh, doing so well. As I said, you know, we're just moving with the little changes and uh, challenges, technical challenges. But hey, if we can do this, we can do anything. That's what I say. Absolutely, and that's about being whole, right? Move with everything we can. <laughs> we, we certainly try. Now, Megan, I don't know if you heard just before the break, I, I, I hinted at, you know, we look at post-COVID, everyone's talking about um, the emotional states of people, anxiety and depression being on the increase. Um, and Sonia was talking about being able to access these emotions that we have um, that very often we're trying to suppress. We don't want to acknowledge. It's very uncomfortable. So if we're moving towards this holistic wellness, how do we navigate this, especially coming out of COVID, where these feelings are more acute than they've ever been? Oh, absolutely. And I, and I think 
you know, if we take the time just to sit with those feelings, they can become quite uncomfortable. So that holistic feeling of connecting with our thoughts and our body for a lot of people is uncomfortable. So we busy ourselves with so much else, right? So as we're coming out of COVID, we are able to open up more. We have more access to people. But actually, there's that space of stepping back a bit before we go into it because I was talking to somebody on the weekend and they said, just coming here and having 14 people in a room when we ran a workshop was a lot of anxiety for them. Yes. Because now we have to, we have to now connect with people again. So mm. we can't forget the fact that actually our behaviors have changed through COVID. We've had to be insular. We've had to sit by ourselves in our homes and just connect with our families. So there's a whole myriad of stuff that goes around that, Nikki, around the fact that we've got to think about the greater side of it, just not the, 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 the individual. It's actually how do we collectively come back together as well and and the thing for me there is is how do we be kind and compassionate to ourselves but to others as we go through that how do we take those thoughts that we're having and share them with others and be there to support and how do we connect to our own emotions and really sit with them and be okay with that vulnerability so for me I think it's around definitely how do we support each other as we go through this Nikki because it's going to be so difficult right to to come mm. So true. Mm-hmm. You know, I was at a I was at a school production the other night and I bumped into one of the moms and she said to me, I'm experiencing such anxiety being around a group of people. And I wonder if I'll ever feel comfortable in this kind of space again. And I really thought about that. And I thought, you know, this is someone who's expressing this so um, openly. And I just wonder how many people standing here are feeling the same way. Um, I mean, we're moving out of it, obviously, but we are going to be left with, I don't want to say scars. I mean, that's where the holistic wellness comes in because mm. I suppose that's where the healing comes in as well. So, mm. so you know, when I read up, uh, about you lovely ladies and, and what you do, you also talk about change. Um, and there's this a, a, a traditional approach um, to change and that it's one-dimensional. Um, and looking at change holistically, so we're extending what we're talking about um, with regards to COVID. How would you, I'm going to bring you in, Sonia, um, how would you look at change so Megan spoke about being compassionate and listening to our emotions and being able to express ourselves and listen to others as well but if we're looking at change now we're moving forward we have to change because the world is changing and we've had to change the way we work the way we interact with people how do we do that Sonia holistically and where does the creativity come in Okay, fantastic question. So fundamentally, we resist change. Fundamentally, we fear change. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) And this is a biological response. This isn't like a personal preference. Like biologically, we are hardwired to avoid change because it's a risk to our survival. Mm. So this is, and this is probably the third aspect of the wholeness and the holistic approach to change that we need to mention. And that's the physical body. So we're already fighting against um, a biological compulsion to avoid change. And simply put, we have to run towards our fear. And I'm saying run towards our fear because the things that that we fear is where the change sits. Um, And that's where the healing aspect and the growth aspect comes in because we have to almost reteach our bodies that it's okay to be uncomfortable. In fact, we have to expect discomfort, but that's mm. where, we, where we equip people with the fact that this is not life-threatening. Okay, I'm, out, I'm feeling a little bit vulnerable right now. Or I'm feeling out of my depth. 
what do I need? So instead of fearing our emotions, you know, the first step is to expect to be uncomfortable. We can't expect change to be comfortable. And I think that's what's quite hard for people because they go home and they think, well, I'm struggling with this and this is difficult for me. There must be something wrong. Well, no, there yeah. isn't. That's, that is dead right. You should be feeling uncomfortable because you're going through a change. Mm. So, you know, it's, very, it's about very practical skills. And Megan and I really try and enforce this in our workshops and in everything that we do. You know, bridging that. And, and you said it, Nikki. How do we get creative with our change? How do we take the pressure off? How do we give yeah. ourselves permission just to feel what we feel? We've been taught to, to be afraid of our feelings. Um, and when we can go, you know what, right now I am feeling overwhelmed and I've recognized that, what do I need to do? Do I need to ask for help? Do I need to get clarity? Do I just need simply half an hour time out? Because then we can start, you know, co-creatively helping ourselves through change. And of course, as Meg said, help others as well, you know, um, as a society. And, and I think, Nikki, just, just to add to that, I think that one of the things that we struggle with is to understand what that feeling looks like or what that feeling is. You know, some people would have been told, don't be angry, uh, don't cry, don't be emotional. Yes. And, mm. and I think what we do then is we don't understand what that emotion is. So, so by allowing yourself to take the time to really deconstruct emotion and what that might feel like and where it is in your body, you are able then to go, okay, this change is making me feel this certain way. So I need to act in a certain way to try and make that change. And I think as a society, we need to get better at helping people understand that emotions are okay <laughs> and that we should be able to express them, which then helps with that dynamic change and that creativity and that curiosity that goes with, I feel uncomfortable. That's okay. What can I do about it? Mm -hmm. um, and, and I think it's something we all need to be more, you know, more cognizant of and be able to speak about. Yeah, I love, I love what you're saying. And now I want to break it down. So it's really simple for our listeners, like a practical way. So I use the example of this mother arriving at this production, a whole lot of people. Um, she's overwhelmed and she's feeling anxious and she's fearful that this is who she's going to be moving forward. So as Sonia, as you were saying, um, you know, you can go home and what do you do with this? So either she's going to avoid it and then she, all of a sudden she becomes the recluse and she, she leaves the house and she, um, socializes um really in, in a in a kind of against her will so to speak or she's going to do something about it so let's break it down a little bit and um, you talk about megan you know what am i feeling what's going on here when do you do that do you do that at the time when you're surrounded by people um are you are you going into your own mind and asking yourself questions are you um just being aware of your body what what steps can you give our listeners when they find themselves in that position so that they can move forward. Absolutely. And I think, I think Nikki, when, when we're feeling anxious, I think connecting to our breath at that moment will help us just take a pause because okay. we can be overwhelmed with that anxiety that we just look at everything and almost don't want to interact. So yeah. giving yourself the space at that time is so important. Even if you just step out the room, breathe a bit, reconnect our body. What am I feeling? Why am I feeling it? What beliefs am I attaching to this anxiety? I can't interact with people. 
why am I believing I can't interact with people? I have before. And ground into the safety that you will be okay. And I think that's mm-hmm. probably one element to, you know, practical thing that can be taken is knowing that you've always been okay and being able to trust yourself. And you only can do that by regrounding yourself. So I think my practical tip would be step out, take a breath, reground yourself and then reevaluate the situation. So you're not coming from a place where you've got all these emotions clouding your actual thought that you're in right now. Because I think you speak about the fact that thoughts are fleeting, right? Thoughts come, mm. they go, they're not your reality. Um, and being able to ground yourself into your breath helps you understand what is actually going on. Mm, thanks, Megan. I love that. So it's 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 as you say, Sonia. It's not turning away. It's it's kind of running towards your fear, but the understanding that this is happening because it's your body's response, it's your brain's response to what you think is dangerous. And um, so, if you understand that, it takes away some of the anxiety. Am, am I understanding you correctly? Yes, 100%. And also, you know, we want to, in terms of the holistic approach to our own selves, to how we experience life, we have to we have to bridge and connect our thought with our feeling with our body. So, uh-huh. you know, in that instance, and I was thinking to myself, what? how do you support a friend? So you as Nikki, you know, the yes. friend said that to you. Now, instinctively, as a society, we go, oh, no, it's fine. It's shame. It's going to be okay. You know, yeah. even to each other, we want to dampen. Sure. Um, but for me, it's about accepting what is. So you can say, yes, it is an anxious time. Absolutely. And that's it because we're mm. acknowledging what is. Now, mm. if she hasn't got the opportunity through others and within herself to go, hang on a second, because she, in that instance, she's feeling the anxiety. Her body is saying, retreat from this. This is a terrible feeling. Let's, let's run away from this. But she's probably yeah. thinking, I should be better. Everyone else is okay. Why am I not okay? So there's mm-hmm. a disconnect within her between what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, um, and how my body is responding. So to elaborate further on Megs are saying, giving yourself that personal awareness through curiosity rather than judgment is to be able to go, well, my thoughts are fleeting, my emotions are fleeting, my body's reacting to this, and is this real? It might be real right now, and that's okay. I'm allowed to be anxious in this moment, but not to like hang on to it. Because if we right. if we allow things to be felt as they felt, then they're, they're passing. You know, we go through a hundred different emotions a day. It's when we resist specific emotions, that's where the difficulty comes in, because now we're not right. allowed. We're not allowed to be anxious. We're not allowed to be fearful. We're not allowed to be sad. And then she goes home, and then, you know, as you say, she's either judging herself as being less than others, not strong enough. Um, and whereas if she can just accept in this moment, I'm feeling anxious and that's okay. I don't even have to do mm. anything about it, you know, because Such a healthy way. an hour later, she's forgotten about it because she's yeah. engaged in the conversation and she's having fun. Yeah, amazing. And such a healthy way of moving forward. And, you know, if that's what COVID gives us, isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing if more and more people can take this approach, like move forward with this holistic wellness, what this world will look like um, with more and more people like this? So tell us, Megan, you've got these great workshops, these intensive workshops. Is this what you cover in workshops or is it more geared towards corporate? Uh, Maybe you can give us a quick idea of how it works. 
No, this is what we, we cover, whether it's corporate or for individuals. So the workshops work through our beliefs. So what, what are we thinking? What are our thoughts? Uh, we break them down into, well, then what are the limiting rules we might put around those beliefs? And then we start to have a bit of fun with our thoughts and our beliefs. And we, we think about that feeling. Where are we feeling it? And how do we then shift it into possibility? How do we start rewriting our rules and our beliefs and our thinking? And so we have a lot of fun and a lot of deep work goes on, but there's a group of people that come into the room not knowing what to expect and they they enable each other through conversation and coaching and various aspects in terms of, of how we connect our thoughts to our body to our, then our feelings as well. So we run those for individuals and corporates as well, Nikki. So it's intensive. It's a deep dive. Yes. Um, you probably to get the most out of it, you're going to be going to some difficult places. For people who are a little bit resistant um, to exposing themselves, so to speak in front of other people, it, 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 how, how do you deal with that? I would say that Megan and I pride ourselves <laughs> <laughs> on creating you see, and I'm so glad Megan said we have a bit of fun because that's the other thing. That's how we want yeah. to change differently. Fun, I mean, sorry, change is hard enough as it is. We don't, we shouldn't make it serious and even harder. So <laughs> Megan and I really think about how can this be an enjoyable, and yes, the material is difficult. Absolutely. Like I believe for argument's sake that I am unworthy of success for the last 20 years. And I mean, that's a painful thing to admit to. So the sure. material may be difficult, but the environment, no, we, um, and also what's so beautiful and the reason we do it in a workshop environment is when we drop into connecting human to human, it's so beautiful. You know, you've got anyone in the room from CEOs to retired people to people are just kind of like trying to grow their career. So it's a, com a complete mix match of people. But at the end of the day, we all have the same fears, the same needs. We all yearn for acceptance, for love. And that is that commonality, that common human beauty that connects us. And within 20 minutes, everybody's dropped their guards. Everyone's enjoying it. Everybody's in. And of course, as I said, we, we bring a lot of, we bring a lot of fun <laughs> to the day. Mm, oh, that's wonderful. So wonderful. Now, I know that you have workshops for women and you have workshops for men. Do, you know, is it different material? And is there a reason why you don't have mixed workshops as well? So, so we run um, the workshops for men and workshops for women. Um, one, because we do understand that we all connect differently in, in, in terms of the way we interact with the world. The, the content is the same, but in terms of creating a safe place for people to be vulnerable, that's why we've created a men's uh -huh. and women's. Mm -hmm. However, we do we do have a, a workshop, we have Creative Bond, where we, where we bring in men and women together so we can start to learn how to communicate with each other how we both interact to so look at that masculine and feminine energy. So we do run that, but whereas these workshops we run individually for men and for women just to, to create that safe place. Amazing. Now I know you've got a, a few workshops coming up now in April and if people want details or, or for future workshops, how can they get hold of you? I think going onto our website's the easiest. It's upward-intentions.com. Uh, the April workshops we've actually just finished. So the next workshops will be running in May. I think bookings are open. We'll have to check with our, our techie team. But mm -hmm. um, we do try and run them as frequently as possible because they are popular. And most importantly, I mean, the reason Megan and I do what we do is because we have a genuine 
love um, for for helping people find the love within themselves. And so we love running the workshops. So we try and run them as frequently as possible. But the next available ones are in May, I think the 14th and 15th, respectively, for the men and the women. Okay, fantastic. So directing people to your website, that is Upward Intentions. And I'll repeat that a little bit later. So Megan, thank you so much for joining us. Um, mm. Thanks for the few tips that you gave our listeners. And uh, yeah, all the best with the workshops and hopefully some people will be coming to visit um, and, and experience it firsthand. Great having you on the show. Thank, thank you, you so thank much. You. Thank Thanks. you. Bye-bye. That's Dr. Bye. Sonia Killick, metaphysical psychologist and author, and Megan DeClerc, a certified business psychologist, and they're from the UP team, looking at holistic wellness and, uh, you know, moving away from this traditional approach to change, which is very one-dimensional and rather making it holistic by the doing, thinking, feeling, and relating. So those are those websites. Uh, I beg your pardon, those workshops, and you can visit the website www.upward.com. U-P-W-A-R-D dash intentions, I-N-T-E-N-T-I-O-N-S dot com.